Hello Internet. Welcome to PiawaCast, the biggest, bestest, bummingest, most sexual, least midgety gaming podcast on the net. And uh, welcome to Piaocast 2.6. As ever, this is uh, Richie of the Piao, uh, bringing you the Blau since now. And with me, I have got Kale. Say hello. Hello. Good evening. And I've also got Lurk. Say hello. Hello. Right. Okay. We're recording this 27th of November. And unlike previous years, right, this has been a really, for me, I think, been a really good November. So... We're not going to get too deep into fucking news and shit like that and speculation. We're just going to go with all the games that have been keeping us busy. And there have been a lot of fucking games. So let's start with something uh, nice and straightforward. There's two p- uh, contenders for Game of the Year. And I think one of them is definitely going to be Skyrim. Now, I'm only uh, I'm only about i don't know a few days play into it it's brilliant but there's just been too much to do too much to play uh Kyle, you've been able to get a bit more in deep with it how's that looking yeah yeah i got it on the uh got it on the pc i've already modded it up which has been you know, the benefit of having a pc but yeah i'm about 15 maybe 20 hours into it done a few of the main quests did a few of the side quests um you know did some experimentation with alchemy just went wandering off like you do in in uh in sort of uh elder score games and yeah it's it's brilliant it's brilliant it's everything that oblivion was even and more they've tied up all, they've tied up a lot of the loose edges the magic system has been new and improved the equipment uh, system is improved you don't have to worry about your equipment degrading all the time so you don't have to constantly keep a supply of repair hammers in your bag oh right yeah that's, um, that's yeah, a good thing right there it's really good. They've added a load of like smithing stuff. We can make all your own equipment, uh, very similar to what was in the in the last couple of Fallout games. So you're always looking. You're always looking to improve either the bit of equipment you got, or the or you're always looking to get upgraded to a new one. It's really good. The, st- the story uh, the story is great. The visuals are splendid. The voice acting is a lot less samey than it was before. I mean, the, the last um, the last Elder Scrolls game and the Fallout to some extent, you could tell they only had about four or five people doing the voice work, and they all had more or less similar voices. But this time, they've really pushed the boat out. Loads of, uh, loads yeah, of great actually, detail I noticed a guy who sounded like um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like a bad <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, like straight away in the game. So, uh, do we know who that guy is? Or we don't. I don't. I don't know who he is. I don't think it's anybody certainly famous. But yeah, I mean, with a, it's kind of like a Nordic themed game. So you've got lots of bad kind of sort of Norwegian, Swedish, kind of Austrian accents going on here. Yeah, like you said, one of them is blatantly just someone going for the full Arnold. Yeah, totally. Like get down this. Get down! There's a dragon! I kill you now, dragon! <laughs> Go on, do it! Do it now! I'm right here! Stick around. Stick around. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, one of the things I noticed about it was that the interface screen isn't a fucking load of bollocks now. That was probably the one thing about um, uh, Oblivion, was there's all these screens and tags and so much to do and so much to organize they seem to have simplified that down a bit um yeah with 
with, with maybe the exception of the map, the, U, the new UI, the user interface in this game is very streamlined, very good. I mean, the map, like, like I said, the map's a bit of a nightmare because it's kind of quasi-3D. Mm. And it's kind of hard to pan around and figure out where you need to go. But yeah, the, it's, all very, it's all very streamlined and it tells you pretty much exactly what we need to know. Very direct and to the point. And if you're using a 360 pad as well, it's, uh, it's pretty much just, you know, second nature for that. Excellent. I mean, one thing I did like about it, I think they're trying to keep things simple. So from what I could tell, uh, like I said, I'm not that far into it, but um, the levelling up system seems to be really nicely um, sort of, well, simplified, which I think it needed to be because I did the whole power levelling thing in um, in uh, Oblivion. And it was just a bit of a nightmare because you had to level certain skills just right so that you didn't level up your character. And then you'd have to go and sleep eventually, making sure that you'd done like, you know, enough in all your in your minor skills to increase the right major skills and it was so complicated i i didn't really get the impression that there was any of that in this game that you just no, play they've, and go they've definitely know? they've definitely streamlined it i mean <clears throat> if you level up a skill it goes towards the overall progression of of, of of your level you don't have to level like i said you don't have to level like certain key things you can just level on one or two things that are important to you you can't really exploit it anymore i mean there are a few exploits here and there um that i won't go into talking you can they're out there if you want to search for them um, but yeah, there's none of this old stuff of basically just jumping up and down on the spot waiting for your athletics to improve or, mm-hmm. you know, or just constantly pickpocketing the same character. I mean, there's, there, there are exploits out there that if you want to find them, and I'm sure if you, you, you Google it, you'll find there are exploits to power level your character. But compared to the, compared to the last game, it's a lot more straightforward. So every, every time you level, you get a perk, which you can put into one of your skills. So if you use the same skills over and over, you can, I mean, take, um, take archery, for example. You start off, you can, you, know, you can do like a zoom shot, you can do a more powerful shot, you can do critical, extra critical damage. You know, and so on and so forth. So the more, the more, like it was in Oblivion, but more so, the more you use a particular weapon or a particular skill or a particular magic type, the more, the more, uh, the more uh, diversity you've got with it and the way to use it. It's really good, really simplified. They've obviously taken all the feedback that they've had from the last couple of games they've done and just run with it. It's you know, a really good job. Bethesda, 10 out of 10 again. Outstanding. Uh, well, the review's coming big time. We've got um, uh, Jace on the site is going to be doing the, the main review on it uh, with uh, Gareth doing the um, counter but I get the impression it's probably going to score pretty highly um, yeah it, it looks amazing do you think it's going to be sullied by DLC or improved by DLC mm, hard to say without the DLC because obviously Oblivion there's only there's a couple of little small things like um, Maroon's Razor which is quite good fun mm. and the, some shit like the horse armor but then you get stuff like the shivering arts which was massive yeah. And quite expensive, but it's really worth it. I mean, that was probably about another 10 hours worth of gameplay there. I'm assuming they're going to go the Fallout route and have like four, kind of like four or five hour slots this time rather than having one massive one like Shivering Else. But until the DLC comes, you really, you really don't know. It could be good, it could be bad. Yeah. So, I, I suppose mean, it'd be a while before anyone needs any because um, I've been hearing reports that it's a 300 hour game or whatever. Oh, I imagine so easy. I mean, I've, I've put about 20 hours in and I've, you know, I've barely scratched the surface. Yeah I've, yeah. I've maybe covered maybe about a quarter of the map, if that, and half the things I've discovered I've not properly investigated. And I'm only about level 13, 14 out of 50. So there's, lots, there's definitely lots of scope there. Yeah. But yeah. Like, like you said, if you're going to read a review of it, don't go over all the early reviews. Wait until wait until ours comes out because you know we're going to put the fucking time into it. Yeah, Unlike actually. Like some reviewers. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, I'm, you know, we don't we don't want to call anyone out, but I read a review the other day, and seriously, it was blatant that the girl who wrote the review had put in like seriously, she put in like uh, two days tops, 
and the review completely completely reflected that she just talks about nothing and gives it 10 out of 10 the review's like 930 words long and it, it's fucking terrible um i'm not going to call them out but you can probably guess <laughs> you know? well the review is a girl so there's a big clue right there and she may or may not be german that's all we're saying, that's all we're saying. <laughs> fair enough um but yeah but um no, I seriously, I mean, our review is going to be spectacular. The site that I, I write for occasionally, uh, Gaming Lives, uh, the guy who runs their site, Mark, is going to be um, reviewing it. And he tends to do epics, and he's like, right, I'm not reviewing this fucker until it's, you know, I'm heavily into it. But that's going to be like, that's going to be like fucking 10,000 word, syn- you know, synopsis stroke <laughs> treatise on the whole fucking thing. So it's going to be absolutely incredible. So, yeah, you know, just stick with the reviews. That from people who played the fucking game, not people who are trying to get a quick, cheap exclusive. Um, but cheap. Talking of cheap, <laughs> cheap, quick exclusives. Then, um, before we start getting into good things, a quick DLC review um, came up today on our site that I did um, yesterday. The Dead Island Bloodbath Arena um, DLC came out, and I think we spoke briefly about Dead Island on the last podcast, and it was a really good game i really enjoyed it i believe it's dead cheap on steam at the moment um and yeah just a really really good open world zombie em up um the sort of thing i should hate so because i liked it you know it's good the dlc's come out and it's a fucking horde mode and it's so boring and tedious and it's if if like mad moxie's uh under dome riot was a you know a 10 out of 10 for tedium and dog shit this is a nine i mean it's that bad so if you're thinking about spending 800 points on it fuck it it's dog shit i've been spending the weekend tweeting Techland games and uh, uh whoever the fucking publisher is a uh, deep silver uh, just saying don't do this again you know don't do it again you you've done it once it's dog shit don't don't go the borderlands route and just ruin our feelings for your game but dead island great game avoid the dlc we're just firing through these fucking games so let's talk about another one right now i suppose the next big game and the reason why i've not been playing skyrim i've got to fess up it's been because of saints row 3 um now me and lurk we we've been doing a bit of that oh, did we yes. co-op didn't we oh yeah great fun <clears throat> yeah I mean, a really, really, uh, like, I don't know how to describe it apart from, say, take Saints Row 2 and anything that was ever realistic about that game, just get rid of it. Because Saints Row 3 is like, instead of being mired in like a dark concrete world like GTA 4 was, this is like in a fucked up world of like possibilities where crazy shit happens and... It's almost like when you're watching uh, like Die Hard 4 and you're thinking, oh, fuck off. Why are you treating me like an idiot? Well, that's what Saints Row 3 does. It just gives you such stupid shit that you just have to go, right, fuck it. You know, I- I'll suspend my disbelief and just be treated to ridiculous, completely outlandish set pieces and story missions. Sounds um, like Crank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like it's a, it is a bit like the movie Crank. Yeah, definitely. It's just it's fucked up, and it knows it, and it doesn't give a fuck. Um, I mean, it's yeah. early stuff early on, like the first two missions, are great set pieces. You know, which set up the world is completely out. Of, you know, completely out of whack. You can just do whatever you like, pretty much. Yeah, and that is great. That's exactly what you want in a game like this you can just have so much fun with it 
like one of the first things you do is like robbing a bank and then you steal the vault in the helicopter. You just take it off and you're <laughs> on top of it shooting stuff and you, straight off you know you're in for a silly game but it's fun. That's yeah. just great fun. <laughs> well that was the thing because the first set piece which is the, the bank heist and you know we don't want to spoil or anything, so but just say it is pretty fucking ludicrous. And you think, oh my god, yeah, it ends, and you think, right, that was insane. And then the next one, which we're not going to talk about, but it, the next one just goes, right, fuck it, we're going to give you double as much insanity, and it's just ludicrous. So even before you've really got into the game, you've played through two ridiculous action sequences that are just great fun. Um, you know, and a few like little technical issues aside I think when I was reviewing it I said yeah you could take a point off here and a point off there but you've got to start from 12 points then because that's how much shit this game gives you it does it just goes right fuck it we're just going to throw fun and crazy shit at you the whole time and yeah you can bemoan this and that but it's giving you more so you know you've got to start from 12 take a couple points off sure you're still left with 10 and it is a 10 out of 10 game that might be a bit controversial for some, you know, whatever. But for me, I just thought, fuck it. This is what games should be. I've been bored of fucking supposed AAA games now for the last three or four years. There's been nothing huge that's come out that's made me go, wow, this is incredible. Even, you know, I don't know, your Call of Duties, Assassin's Creed, whatever. They've all been like, oh, yeah, they're all right. They're polished and shit. But this is trying to give you something a bit different. And... It knows about what its competitors, so it's looking at GTA 4 and going, right, I don't want to be anything like you, and it fucking knows it, and it even fucking does a couple little in-jokes to tell you that, and it's just brilliant, so seriously, for me, Saints Row 3 is going to be my game of the year, because it's my game of the last three or four years, no question. Um, if you're a fan of Saints Row 2, then, you know, this is a no-brainer. Oh, definitely, just get it, it's fucking great fun i expect it's going to be one of those games that's going to drop in price fairly quickly i know yeah. in the black friday amazon things it was down at 25 quid yeah that's right yeah it doesn't have a bullshit online pass thing that stops you from doing the co-op unless you buy a uh, legit copy it nope. does it does um that's that's a bit of a shame but i think thq have been doing that for a while with all their games so it's unfortunate it's to be expected from them um, so yeah, b uh, pre-owned buyers and renters beware. But you know, if if uh, if you can pick up a cheap copy from somewhere like Zavi, but somewhere that will actually deliver the fucking thing, then you know, wait till it drops sub twenty. It is going to be a DLC wankathon, and Saints Row 2 DLC was dog shit. So you know, keep watching PL. We're going to be reviewing the DLC, and we're going to be telling you if it's good or not. So you know, stick with us. We'll look after you. Um, <laughs> so those are like the two big games. I suppose just uh, just flying through the list then, in terms of full releases, um, we've had Battlefield 3. Now, I played the beta of that, and I don't know much about Battlefield, but it, to me, played like um, Kane and Lynch 2, but everybody was lying down and sniping me as soon as I moved. Is the full game any better than that? Cal, uh, no, sorry, uh, look, you've been playing that bullshit, right? Yeah, um, the single-player game just... Well, it just feels like a Modern Warfare game. It 
part of one of the things I liked about Battlefield Bad Company was you had the your characters and there was a bit of you know lightheartedness to it and it didn't take yourself that seriously. This one just very serious. You know, starts off with your character being interrogated because of something and flashback and you swap between two different characters and there's a big sort of thing that happens halfway through the game which I don't want to spoil but Paris gets blown up, gets nuked. That's like, <laughs> you know, it, it's basically like a Modern Warfare game where they'll do something like that. You know, like, oh, something's blown up or whatever. And it's just... Uh... It's like a Roland Emmerich movie, basically. Yeah, it's, it's like, forget about substance. Oh, there's the fucking, you know, Leaning Tower of Pizza's just falling over some shit. I don't know what he does in his films, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's that sort of thing. You just sort of... Um, as for the multiplayer, I mean, the beta that came out on Xbox Live was crap because it was just on foot and as you said a lot of people just lying down and sniping and whatever but in the full game because you've got the tanks you've got helicopters you've got jets that opens it up a lot I mean some of the maps are absolutely massive because you've got all these vehicles flying about as well as you know snipers and you know, uh, engineers repairing stuff, and it's good fun. Um, it, like a lot of game, a lot of the battlefield games, it take it's a takes a bit to get into. It takes a bit more skill to play, or a bit more patience. It's a tiny bit slower paced than a Modern Warfare 3, say, because that's obviously one of those games where you just run in and you can literally be a one-man killing machine. In and that happens a lot less in uh, battlefields because you need to sort of work as a squad a bit more and make sure you help take a place and set places up and but yeah I'm, I'm enjoy- I enjoyed it I just kind of got sidetracked by uh, Saints Row 3 really and sort of haven't touched it but yeah otherwise it's, it's good not great I mean multiplayer if that's your sort of thing first slightly slower pace of that then it's great single player uh, take it or leave it to be honest Oh, that's fair enough. I mean, actually, I think that's what um, our boy Danny, his review, um, pretty much said, you know. Um, yeah, no, there's elements in place that are fun and good, and it does what it does quite well, but, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's not as special as people would have used. It's not, it's not breaking the mould in any way. No, exactly, and they're not going to from this point on. I mean, you know, and it's a shame, really, because it's when they do that, that's when I think, you know, they'll get results because it's like um, Call of Duty you know everyone was bored of Medal of Honor and then Call of Duty and then they brought out Call of Duty 4 freshened it up basically doing it and everyone was like pretty interested we're now up to what is it Call of Duty 8 I believe and um, I suppose yeah you know the camp is divided between um, Battlefield and Modern Warfare 3 now I've had Modern Warfare 3 um, sat next to my 360. Um, Love Film sent it to me on day of release, right? So I got that shit on the Tuesday that it came out. Still haven't played it. So I'm pissing off some fucking Love Film customers, something chronic. Some poor little bastard who's just been sent fucking, I don't know, some fucking Rayman game or some shit like that. Just something awful. Uh, you know, Forza 2 or something. And it's all because I've got that copy. But um, Cal, you've actually played that motherfucker. Um, how how does Modern Warfare Three stack up? Yeah, well, um, 
Uh, let's see. It's basically it's a Call of Duty game. Like you said, it's Call of Duty 8. Um, it doesn't break the much like Battlefield. It doesn't break the mold at all. Single player game will probably run you if you do it on veteran difficulty, like anybody of any kind of brain would, to give themselves a challenge. You could probably plough through it in about eight to ten hours. Um, yeah, there's the usual split storyline. One side of it has you following Price and Soap tying up the loose ends from the last story. Uh, the other side of the story has you following this ubiquitous kind of you know nondescript uh, Delta Force American fucker who doesn't really much say, says or do much. Um, story-wise, it's no big it's no big shakes. You know, there's the usual there's the usual great set pieces. Some cities get trashed. Um, there's the usual kind of oh shit kind of you know shock moment. In the last game, you had the Russian airport attack. This time. Well, it's don't say anything because I don't. I haven't played it, and I I understand there is a bit of a shocking thing coming up. So there is there is a shocking thing, but it's not really that shocking at all. Really, okay. it's kind of almost. It feels almost like an afterthought of like, oh yeah, shit. We need to have. We need to kind of generate some kind of hype about something that people can talk about and get their panties in a twist. So they suck something in, but it's it's all very slight, and I, I you know I don't find it offensive at all to be honest. They're going to get it's... get more and more tasteless, aren't they? Like basically by Modern Warfare 10, it's like you know you're going to have to. Play Play like a, um, an American soldier who shits in a rocky ba- baby's mouth or something. Oh yeah, you know, it's going to be fucking some kind of baby bomb, baby bomb that shoots out fucking dirty stem cells or something to fucking <laughs> get everyone talking about it. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, the the single player, no great shakes. Multiplayer, still great. Um, I must admit, the last Call of Duty game, Black Ops, I absolutely abhorred. I hated it because the multiplayer game was broken. There's no two ways about it. The spawn system, which is critical and fundamental to any multiplayer game was totally totally broken on the vast majority of maps uh, this game it gets the spawning right mostly um, there's only one or two maps where you'll get spawn fucked um, but as for the actual the actual system yeah the perks are there the death streaks are there the kill streaks are there they've been changed to kind of support different mode types it's not all just TD it's not, not just all based around team deathmatch so if you're more of a lone wolf player, or if you're like me, more of a kind of team player, you want to help. You want to help the other players out and kind of take a little bit more of a backseat rather than charging in headfirst and shooting at everything. You can do that. Yeah, it's really good. Um, if you like a modern warfare game, you'll love it. Go play it. If you really, if like you, Rich, you can't really be fast with these kind of shooters, then yeah, go in, play the play the single player game, have a bit of jolly with it, do the co-op missions, which would be good. Good laugh with a mate. Um, but the multiplayer, there's no achievements attached to it. It's it's good if you put the time into it, but you're gonna you're gonna meet the worst of the worst of the worst kind of human <laughs> beings on there, unfortunately. Just go into party chat with your mates just and just ignore all the people that play it. Oh, I, I will never it. play that, um, the uh, adversarial combat shit because on, um, on Modern Warfare 2, uh, on the title screen, you had a statistic for each of the three modes, single player, spec ops, and proper multiplayer, and I had yeah, 100, 100, zero. Th- those were my percentages, so I never touched uh, the... Because uh, <laughs> I don't want to play with fucking massive cocksuckers and those games do generate them um they do unfortunately there's there's a there's a breed of gamer nowadays they only buy two games a year they buy fifa and they buy call of duty unfortunately so i'm sure i'm sure rich you can empathize because you play a lot of fifa you know you know what cock end these people what cock ends these people are yeah seriously so basically just take that and rather than shooting balls at you they're fucking shooting bullets and calling you a fag and a noob and using all the kind of like you know cheapest most underhand tactics they can and it's it's yeah it does attract the very worst of humanity but then it just makes it all the much sweeter when you do manage to fucking kill them so you know enjoy but go go in pre-warned mm-hmm. well speaking of fifa then um i'm, I'm not going to spend much time on it because obviously it's been out for a little while 
and people generally make up their minds. You know, you're either a FIFA guy or a Pro Evo guy. Um, FIFA's very good this year. Um, they what they've done is they've put in this ultimate team mode thing, which is like a kind of cross between Panini, Panini, yeah, that's it, Panini sticker album collecting, and a sort of weird manager mode. So you kind of earn points in the game. You then spend those points on packs of players and then those players you can then use in your team which is great and you can keep sort of building up your squad and you can trade players and you know there's an auction house online for buying different players so it's quite a nice system the uh, the achievements spoil it somewhat by um because they, they really flood the market they make you buy um we have to get a team value of 85 million and it that's not like in true player values that's in a weird system that basically means you have to have about 800 players in your squad, <laughs> which seriously, and it is like 800. It took me fucking weeks to do it. And it just means the market is flooded. There's no kind of competitive pricing. Everybody's doing the same thing. So it's kind of really spoiled. They're doing it to keep it, you know, busy, but really they've, they've kind of fucked it. But it was fun. The game engine itself is superlative as ever you know fifa does seem to have it right um so i've enjoyed it um i'm going to enjoy finishing it and maxing it and getting rid of that fucker though because you know it, it's starting to drag now um but yeah but fifa was very good this year so worth getting on to no idea about pro evo can give fuck um right i suppose uh going through the full uh the full retail releases the next one up is well, I've thrown a shit one. I've just finished today NCIS, right? Now, that's based on one of these sort of ridiculous CSI programs, um, you know, th that they produce stateside where, uh, you know, some sort of murder happens and then they bring in like about a billion pounds worth of technology to fucking digitally recreate the whole thing and tell you who did it. Um, with ridiculous technology. And they seem to have this ludicrous goth girl who... I don't get her. She's got all tattoos and shit. And this is supposed to be like a military CSI sort of department. And she's there being all kooky and weird and fucked up looking, you know. And it's like... And she's not even a good goth. She's like one of these kind of bizarre emo goths, you know. Like, basically an American goth. So, it's... I don't really get the plot. But anyway, the game has like four cases that are all sort of linked from an initial murder all the way up to like a terrorist conspiracy uh, it's a point and click game which is by far the worst genre i don't care even you cal i know you like those fucking point and click games in the past but oh the, that, that genre's been dead since fucking monkey island 2 came out exactly I mean, gra granted give me a, give me a classic fate of atlantis or monkey island 2 or you know lure the temptress yeah fine but this you know ever since he's fucking ncis and csi games come out it's basically you know it's just cheap it's just cheap um, blade development. It's, you know, one screen full of graphics and you just put some hot points for your, for your mouse so you have to click on. You know, it's it's fucking, it's lowest common denominator gaming. I hate it. It is. It's complete dog shit and this one really spells out all of what you have to do. So, so you can't leave a room until you've clicked on a safe which is flashing and then you go up to it and it's a military safe and you just turn your um, left analog stick a couple of times, rotate it, and then you pick the lock, and it's like, oh, fucking whatever. Um, <laughs> but I played through it in five hours, obviously using a guide, but you didn't even need a guide, but if you're playing without a guide, you're still going to get the same result, because every time you type in a wrong thing, it will say wrong, and then you can do the right thing. 
So instead of it taking me sort of 10 or 12 hours based on trial and error, it took me 5 hours based on getting the fuck through it. But there you go, so that's dog shit. Um, another full retail release uh, that wasn't dog shit is Dodon Patchy. Um, now, obviously, we all went to Insert Coin a couple of years ago. Um, a nice um, For arcade. the first, last, and only time. Yeah, that's true. Um, if they had decided to do an Insert Coin 10, we would have actually been banned for calling the organiser a cunt. But it was a good event, I'll give them that. And whilst we were there, we played a load of, you know, arcade games. And I fell in love with um, shoot 'em ups by the Japanese company Cave, who make these ridiculous bullet hell sort of shooters but they're playable with a really nice difficulty curve and slowly but surely we're getting them released over here um there was um there was Gwangi Gwanga Gwangi Gwangi <laughs> <laughs> there's that the valley where Gwangi yeah that was really good that was an Xbox Live Arcade there was the slightly dodgy paedophilic Japanese weirdness of um Death, Death Smiles. Smiles yeah Good game, but fucked up subject matter. Fucking. Was there Strike Witches? Uh, well. Or was that not Cave? Trouble Witches Neo. Um, oh, whatever, yeah. That's not Cave, but that. But again, it's the sort of thing that only gets released because, you know, I think because Cave are creating that niche, or Rising Star Games, who distribute Cave stuff, uh, they're creating that niche over here. But Dodon Patchy is one of their, their best games, and Dodon Patchy Resurrection, which is the fourth or fifth in the series. Um, that's just come out over here. 25 quid on launch. Um, the likes of Xavier are doing it for 15 now, although don't order it from them because it won't arrive. And um, it's just a really fucking good shoot em up. I mean, it, you know, you need to have some skills, and you can get through the game with my sort of limited skills. You can get some of the mid level achievements with my kind of limited skills plus persistence. And then, if you want to do the top level stuff, you have to be a Japanese cyborg. But, um, <laughs> you know, but, but even though I'll never max it out, it's a great game. I had a great, great fun getting as, getting as into it as I did. Um, but it's very niche. But if you fancy a bit of an arcade shooter, I wouldn't go straight for it. I'd say check out the trial for Gawangi, Gawangi, Gawanga, um, on Xbox Live Arcade. Play that. If you like it, then try this out. It's really good. Um, Another game that I played recently was Air Conflicts, which is a World War Two plane shooter. Absolute dog shit. Avoid it like the fucking plague. And I think the last of the full retail releases worth talking about, and I've saved this because it's a big one, is Batman Arkham City, which I'm gonna I'm gonna call this right now, right? I haven't played it apart from at Eurogamer where I had a play on the uh, demo, but I think that Batman Arkham City is one of those games that it comes out looking kind of good because it's at the end of the summer drought when you can release anything with a bit of a name on it and people go nuts for it and then two weeks later no cunt is playing it because it really wasn't that good um, see also Deus Ex 3 you know people were like oh my god Deus Ex it's out it's brilliant oh my god two weeks later no one's playing that cunt because it was a end of the drought kind of you know it was like an oasis in a desert you know uh, but you know Saints Row 3 is right you've been rescued and you've won the lottery whilst you're away you know um, that's kind of how that works but I will bow down to Lurk's opinion Lurk you've played this bullshit 
how how good or bad is Batman Arkham City? Um, no, it is good. Um, it's very, it plays very much like the first game. Uh, There's Arkham a Asylum. surprise. Hello. Um, it adds a slight sandboxy bit with collectibles, but it's enough. You know, Yay, sandbox collectibles. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but Yay, it, it does improve a lot more on the combat. Um, all the bosses, like the big problem with Arkham Asylum was you fought every boss in exactly the same way. You waited till they charged at you, you dodged out of the way, you hit them in the back and then you pressed you know, Y to jump up on them and that's all you did, every single boss. Whereas this, each boss is different, so that makes change. Uh, the one problem I think it did have is it did try and introduce too many characters. Like, so you've got Penguin, you've got Two-Face, you've got Joker, you've got Poison Ivy turns up, uh, you've got Bane, but uh, Mad Hatter. It's a li- that's my sort of problem. It's a little too um, all over the place. It needs to just sort of settle on one and stick with that for a, a longer period than, you know, just sort of like you do sort of 20 minutes and then oh you've de- defeated that one and then you never hear anything of it again it's so just trying to piss at, uh, fan service at you basically yeah a little bit um otherwise yeah it's enjoyable um if as, as far as collect collections go there's like 400 odd things to collect oh fuck that if you've got the cat catwoman dlc that's another 40 odd to collect on top Ugh. uh what was the deal with that? Because I understand there was DLC coming out of its fucking ass on day one, and some of it locks out other achievements and whatever. I mean, you know, and there was like every different shop seemed to sell a different version of it with different skins for Batman and shit like that. It's like, which is a trend that I'm really not liking right now. I mean, having bought Dead Island and then not getting the blood arena bloodbath arena dlc but whereas other people did because they bought it from another shop um they got it for free i had to pay for that dog shit like what what's the deal with batman because it seemed a bit confused on release as to well, which most, version to get most people got um the catwoman dlc which was sort of like the general one hmm. um there's also a robin pack which uh, of dlc which has come out now which some people got uh, from different shops, and also had some stuff with Nightwing in it as well, uh, apparently. Oh, fair enough. So it's more gamer score, but I mean, it's like Catwoman isn't. There isn't really a lot to do with Catwoman. You've only got those sort of like three or four sort of set pieces sections throughout the game, and that was about it. It was not really worth. You know, wasn't any great shakes. You could have done without it, and you wouldn't have really noticed. Oh, right. She's sort of like Batman, but not quite as good. Okay, yeah, so. I mean, you know, that sounds about right, basically. And there hasn't been a good Catwoman since uh, Lee Merriweather and Julie Newmar. That's a fact. You can look that up. Um, as that is a true fact. It is, right there. We bring you nothing but fact. Um, okay, so that's uh, Let me just take a second just to backtrack and just say for the record that Deus Ex 3 actually is, despite Rich's bitching, really, really good game. So, yes, it's it's not the kind of game we go back to again and again and again, but for the, for the 10 hours you enjoy it, it's a really good game. I just got told off. I just got called Richard. That's that's what my mum calls me when I'm in trouble. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, 
Alright, well listen, I mean, all I'm going to say is this. Yeah, whatever. Um, no, it's down... <laughs> uh, my copy... Well, my girlfriend's got a copy of Deus Ex. She's been playing the arse of that for all of uh, a week or whatever, and she enjoyed it, but now she's all up in Skyrim. Uh, you know, we don't need to talk anymore. She's just she's just immersed in that world. That's fine. Um, right, cool, cool, cool. Um, what's the deal with this, uh, with the PC version of Batman? Because obviously, uh, Cal, you're a big fan, a huge fan. You love all the DC shit, and you're all up in yeah, it. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Played at Eurogamer, much like yourself. Really, you know, really hot for it. Then, <clears throat> then a couple of days before the, the launch date, they said, oh, we're going to delay the PC version by a couple of weeks. Technical. They cited technical issues, which is bullshit. Everyone knows it's basically to stop piracy, because you know, people, rather than downloading it, people will go and buy the console version. So they delayed it by two weeks, and right before they are due to release it, they, they delayed it by another week. Again, for bullshit reasons. And now that it's finally come out, it turns out that the actual game itself hasn't been touched since they released the console version. They've not been spending these three weeks um, optimizing the game at all. It runs like shit on Direct, DirectX 11, which basically nullifies the reason for having any kind of decent graphics card. Mm-hmm. Um, it's freezing up. There's, issue- <clears throat> there's issues with save games. It's basically a dog's dinner. So you basically, what, you've basically had to wait for three weeks for, the infer- for an inferior version. So... Yeah, well basically, fuck you, Idos. I'll get it when it goes cheap on Steam. I'm not paying full price for that shit now. Thank you very much. Damn. That's so, a- and this, and as you know, as you know, I'm a died in a wall DC fan. <clears throat> you know, I love me some Batman. You know, I, lo- I love a lot of the do DC stuff, but you know, I, you know, but my, my, my wallet's going to speak a uh, lot stronger than my words here. I'm not going to buy it for a while. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, um, that's that's all of the four retail games. I mean, really cannot sort of. Um, you know, overstate it that you know the last month has been like fucking crazy for good games. I mean, it's a bit of a shame they all came out all at once because ideally, I just want to settle down, quit my job, and settle down with Skyrim for a good month. But you know, all these other <laughs> games coming out. I mean, it, I, I don't help myself. I've been playing fucking NCIS today. I mean, what kind of cunt does that? I ask you. <laughs> you know, but I think you've answered your own question now. Yeah, exactly. A daft cunt. Fuck me! I mean, seriously, I I, wa- I worry about myself. But okay, well, but that's all the uh, full retail shit dealt with. That's done, right? But before we go into um, Xbox Live Arcade, um, there's a bit of a halfway house, right? Which is a game that blatantly should have been Xbox Live Arcade, but kind of got a full release, but didn't get it on disc. In just got um, games on demand which meant it was going to be 15 quid because whenever there's a sale or anything they can't seem to get under 15 quid on games on demand right um but this game launched actually i think this game launched about 18 quid and it's um, resident evil 4 um which i think we can all agree resident evil 4 even if it's not your favorite game um of all time there's a case for saying that in its day it was the best uh, one of the best games ever released just because it kind of was, I mean, it redefined Resident Evil, it redefined survival horror, it redefined um, third-person action, um, it hasn't been topped, right? Forget Dead Space and Dead Space 2, they can't hold a candle to it. Resident Evil 5, fuck that. Um, I'd actually, a quick aside, Shadows of the Damned is meant to be very good, and I've just ordered that from Play for about 13 quid, and apparently that's got the Resi 4 kind of uh, template it's got some of the same guys who worked on it, but a lot of humour. But anyway, uh, Resi 4, the 
you know, arguably the, the greatest game of all time, possibly in some people's eyes, has just made well made it onto Xbox Live um, about a month or two ago. Um, we, I, I actually finished it. I've played all the way through it, and initially, the controls are like fuck because it's just totally the GameCube controls, which are obviously. It, the GameCube controller was a, a massive Fisher Price joke of a controller, um, but you know that and the fact that the high def it's Resident Evil 4 high def edition, but the high def just means they've taken the PC textures and upscaled them a bit, so everything looks detailed but has this kind of really shit six or seven year old animation on it, and you start playing it and you go, oh I don't know if I like this, the controls are shit and the voice acting shit and the animation shit and the cutscenes are shit and and then you sort of get a bit further and get a bit further and then you start buying into the controls a bit and then that Resi 4 magic does come back and I actually thoroughly enjoyed playing through it again I mean it's a shit port in terms of they could have done more with it but it's still a great game uh, what's your feelings on it Kaylee boy? Yeah, pretty much the same. I mean, the was it twenty six hundred points or something, or two thousand six hundred points, which yeah works out about eighteen quid. Mm. Is a fucking lot. I wouldn't unless you're like a mad <clears throat> Resident Evil fan. I'd say just wait because that shit will go on a sale. But you've you've got to get it. You've got to get it in your life. I mean, if you've not played Resident Evil four before, then fuck me. What kind of a rock are you living under? Yeah. But yeah, there's there's a strong there's a very strong argument for it being one of the be- you know the best game ever, if not definitely in the top five. Yeah. Um, yeah, great action. Okay story, you know, brilliant set pieces, great atmosphere. Yeah, it's looking a little rough around the edges now, sort of animation-wise and texture-wise and so on and so forth, but it doesn't matter because it, it plays really great. I mean, the controls the controls take a little bit getting used to, there's no strafing, yeah. unlike there was in Resi 5, and like, and like Rich said, the controls have literally just been straight ported over from the GameCube. I'm not even sure if they match up with the PlayStation 2 controls, which is how I originally played Resi 4. Yeah. But once once you get in, once you get into it, you lap it once. You go back, you play it through a game with a Tommy gun. Then you lap it again and do it, do it to get the uh, the Plagas laser. Then you start playing the Mercenaries mode. It's just it's just a really good, deep, fulfilling experience. Highly, highly recommended. Just um, if you haven't already, if you haven't already played it, buy it right now. If you have played it and love it, just wait for it goes on sale. Then you know hit, hit it up when you get a chance, and you'll be you'll be surprised how well it's aged. Yeah, it definitely has. It's a it's a great game. So. Uh, yeah, you know that. I think we uh, we've got a review of that up on the site, so you know check it out, whatever. But it basically says what we just said there. So you know, don't check it out if you don't want to. Whatever, we don't care. Or maybe we do. Maybe we're just playing hard to get. Um, <laughs> Xbox Live Arcade. Um, I'd like. I don't know. I mean, I used to. I used to check everything as soon as it came out. I used to buy. I mean, I've bought so many Xbox Live Arcade titles and. It's been a, a bit fucking dismal for the, basically this whole year. There hasn't been that much stuff that's come out where I've been like, wow, that's really good. Um, obviously, everything seems to be 1,200 points now, and if it's not, that's an indication that it's absolute dog shit. But um, a 1,200-point game came out, and I was like, well, it's Bejeweled 3. That's what we're going to talk about. And I was looking at it, and I was thinking, well, I kind of liked Bejeweled Blitz, but... It was all right. It had problems. Um, the 60 second mode was, it was interesting, but 60 seconds isn't long enough to get into the zone in a Bejeweled game, so it was over too soon, basically. But Bejeweled three. Well, the big problem with Bejeweled Blitz was the controls. Oh, and the controls. Yeah, they were fucking bollocks, weren't they? Yeah. Um, but Bejeweled three came out, and I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, I'd like that. 
but I don't want to pay 1200 points for a fucking Bejeweled game, which you could probably get for 69p on fucking iOS or whatever. But I'm looking at it thinking, oh, you know, so I, I, I contacted the uh, publisher and I said, right, give me a review copy. And amazingly, that, that works, you know. So, fuck, you know, set up your own sites, uh, listeners, and people give you games. I don't know why, it's fucking, but it's nice, you know. Um, they don't do it that often. If they're Sega, they go, no, not giving you shit. And you're like, whatever, you haven't done anything good since the Dreamcast, cunt. Um, but you're anyway. Like, like, we, read, we read your Alien vs. Predator review. Fuck you, you're not getting anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking, they hate us, but all we did was tell the truth. Anyway, so I got a review copy of Bejeweled 3, and I'm thinking, well, okay, this is, you've got to review it with, the the actual real price in mind, but yeah, it fucking it's worth twelve hundred points. I mean, I, okay, I'm a bit squeamish about saying that because you know it's going to drop down in price. There will be a um a deal of the will deal of the will. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> there'll be a deal of the will sale. Yeah, that's good. Um, no deal of the week. I'm not even going to edit that shit out for real. That's how raw we are. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so the deal of the week uh, sale would probably be coming in the future. So should you pay 1,200 points for it? I don't know, but it's got a ton of modes in there, like I 8 did. or 9. And I yeah, enjoyed you did. it. Yeah, Luck paid for it. He paid for that shit in, you know, in real cash, in Welsh dollars. <laughs> and um, Luck's Welsh, by the way, just in case you think I'm being weird. Um, <laughs> everyone should know you're Welsh by now. We've been doing this shit for a couple of years. Have I yeah. not mentioned your Welshness before? I'm sure you have. Alright, uh, come on, Rich. Every every edition of Pialcast is like a comic book. Every every edition is a new is a, is a first time experience for everybody. Exactly. So if you're listening for the first time, welcome, and we hope we haven't scared you off. Yeah. Every <laughs> every meal a banquet. Every <laughs> every formation a parade. Um, right. Anyway, yeah. So it is good though, isn't it, Lurk? I mean, it's got like fucking eight or nine different modes. Uh, you yeah. got a mixture of timed shit, which is all hectic. You got a mixture of you know, not timed shit, which is very strategic. Different modes. I, I'm into it. What What's your um? What are your favourite bits of the game? What are your favourite modes? Um, obviously this is the classic. You know, untimed. You just play as you want, which you know it's nice. You can sort of chill out and play that for a bit or whatever. Then there's well, there's butterflies, which I'm not particularly fond of. Because you like butterflies generally. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning mode, which is. Sort of like 60 seconds blitz. But you but can extend the time out with, um, you know, with special moves, which is really good because then it's not 60 seconds long. It's a bit better, you know. Yeah, it takes a bit of skill to actually sort of try and get the extra time and go get everything. Yeah, the poker um, mode, I liked that. That was good, I thought. Yeah, that was quite good. Nice We've little uh, twist on the, um, on the Bejeweled there. Uh, trying to what else was the glacial ice mode, whatever it was. Oh yeah, that's fucking a bit too hard to be honest. And actually has the hardest achievement. Well, the hardest hardest badge in the game, which leads to an achievement, um, is from the ice storm mode. And that's yeah, that's fucking really hard. Yeah, I've done that one. What the the have you got the twelve times combo? Yeah, I think that's the achievement I got from it. Ah. Oh. Okay, that that was a hardcore. That was a hardcore one. That was one of the, that's the hardest thing in the game. If you max that shit out, then. No, I I still need to try and get the lightning speed one, and then oh, just the ones where you just got to get like gold in all three of the one set of medals. Yeah, which yeah. Just means well, playing the game. The lightning speed one. Um, people are actually saying that you should switch it 
ironically to Bejeweled Blitz uh, controls which are horrific whereas Bejeweled 3 brings in using the right analog stick to make m your moves which is so much better um, I did it using that uh, that control scheme but you, they do say that the old scheme is uh, better for the lightning mode whatever um, yeah but it's good I think we can both we would both recommend it we're into it yeah definitely um, it, I bought it for 1200 I don't regret it it's good. It's still not going to be my default go-to puzzler when I want to kill ten minutes because that's always going to be chime. But um, it's it's but pretty you never good. play for ten minutes. Well, you sort of go. I'll sit down and just play for like half an hour, you know, ten minutes, and half an hour's gone by before you fucking realise it. Yeah, uh, that's true. Especially the way I play chime, baby. Yeah, with those fucking <laughs> hardcore scores and those time extends. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at that. I'm not very good at sm a smack talk um, against a puzzle game. Yeah, I beat your AI ass. <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. Um, okay, well look, um, there's been other Xbox Live Arcade shit, but for the life of me, I ain't fucking played any of it. It's all bullshit, man. Um, let's have. A, I'm just gonna have a quick look at the review list to see what we have reviewed recently of Xbox Live and. No, it's basically been that and Mercury HG, and I ended up giving Mercury HG to um, to Danny to review, um, and he really liked it. Um, I haven't played it, but it looks like it might be alright. Um, and Skydrift was the last thing before that, and that was pretty risible. That was another review copy, actually. Um, but there you go, yeah, maxed it out. Um, no, that's it. I think that is all the games. We have covered this insane... Um, last couple of months um there's been other games out that none of us have played which have been pro evo uh the ico and shadow of the colossus collection um but yeah you know oh, and obviously um assassin's creed um which um i can't play until i play uh what's what's the last one brotherhood and i can't play brotherhood because i just can't bring myself to play it even though i've owned it for like fucking ages now but yes, at some point, I mean, look, the whole run-up to Christmas in January now looks like dog shit. It's all Connect and Ben 10 and shit like that. You don't want that in your life. So once everyone gets Skyrim completed, um, we can start looking at things like Assassin's Creed games and other lesser games. But, um, yeah, you know, I've, I've heard that Assassin's Creed is actually, you know, uh, Revelations, yep, I've heard it's very, very good. So, um yeah, you know, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's great, whatever. Um, played anything else, anyone? Any PC shit? Oh, you've played that Binding of Isaac. What the fuck's that? Yeah, um, it sort of plays like Smash TV. Oh, so I didn't expect that. It's basically kind of like a twin-stick shooter. Oh. It, um, but you've got like a room, you clear the room of enemies, you go on to the next room. But it's very twisted. Uh, basically, the entire plot is you're this little boy called Isaac whose mother gets a, the word of God that he's got the devil in him and tries to kill him. As such, you he escapes into the, into the basement of the house and uh, the monsters you fight are sort of fetuses, sort of freakish baby, you know, conjoined twins... And your attacks are basically your tears, and like you can sell health, you know, you lose health, but you gain power by doing deals with the devil, finding secret rooms. 
It's uh, done by Team Meat and some of the Tom Fulpin app from Newgrounds. And it's actually a really good game. I picked it up in, in, in Humble Indie Bundle in the last ones for like, so I got like four games for like £2.50. Alright, oh, cool. Really good fun. Um, definitely recommend checking it out for a fun little game. I mean, it's it's difficult. I have still haven't actually completed it. I can only sort of get to about level three um, before I end up, level three or four, like just before getting to the final level and I end up dying on the boss, but I need oh, to play it a bit more. Because uh, one of the things is the levels are all procedurally generated. So every time you play, it's different. So you oh, go in a room and they're all set up with different monsters and different setups. And you get there's a lot of random stuff. And I've you know, only really scratched the surface. And I've played it for about eight hours or so, off and on. Oh, fair enough. That sounds um, different to what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be some whack puzzle platformer or something. No, it's it's... Really good fun. Uh, definitely worth checking out. I think I don't know how much it is normally. I know, I know it was. I picked it up in the, in the indie bundle and it was dirt cheap. So, oh. well, that sounds uh, intriguing. But I think my brief dalliance with uh, Steam is over until <laughs> I uh, until I either I don't know. I can't be cunted with it to be honest. I it's bought, when like, you finish off Skyrim and then you're like searching around for something else to play. And then yeah, maybe I need my. Everyone would be fucking pissing themselves over Grand Theft Auto V and you'll think, oh fuck, what am I going to do now? Yeah, exactly. Let's check out what's on the PC. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I probably need to buy a new PC, fuck it. Anyway, um, no, that's good. Well, that's. I think that's all the games. That's all the games. Um, that's all very exciting. Um, there's no good games coming out now, that's it. Um, gaming is over for another three years, I think. Uh, uh, <laughs> looking at the, the list of shit that's coming out, uh, it's looking pretty bleak. Uh, from yeah, what I, 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 I think we're getting to what I like to refer to as the uh, the uh, the cart gaming uh, phase of uh, this this generations of hardware. Basically, now it's you know everyone's developing new hardware. Nobody would admit it, but everyone's basically developing it now. So all the big, really big, good titles are get ported over to the new hardware. In the meantime, we're left to fucking scratch around in the dirt and, dirt and play fucking um, cart racer games. <laughs> well, we know. But we, then we, also, we... the end of the generation is where you, sometimes you get the real fucking classic that come out right near the end as well it you know because they've got you know they know what the limitations of the hardware are and then some studio will just go bam release something and it'll just be like yeah but we're not going to get ever. any of that shit we're getting ben 10 galactic racing and rayman origins which i imagine is going to be shit and we wwe 12 and uh, and Final Fantasy thirteen two Crystal Edition. Uh, basically, what? Fuck off. Ugh. And those are the big games. I didn't even <laughs> mention Twister Mania or Nickelodeon Dance or Let's Cheer, which is a cheerleading sim for the um, for Connect, which obviously, Lurk, you'll be reviewing for the site. <laughs> Fuck um, <laughs> but no, it, it's it's uh, it's pretty terrible. So uh, you know, enjoy enjoy what's come out these these gifts that have come out in October and November because uh, there's been some great games and um, and from this point out, it's all going to be depressing. Um, yeah, there may be something good coming out sort of February March next year. Now it'll be like the old oh, you're right. Yeah, twelfth of February, Puss in Boots. <laughs> Yep, yep. Well, I, I, Mass, I, Mass Effect 3, but that's going to have fucking DRC, DLC and DRM up the fucking arse. So. Yeah, maybe. Although, 
Although I will be, I think by then, I think, you know, it doesn't matter. I'll just be all over it just because it'll be something good, you know. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll see we'll have to see um so yeah so um we'll do another one of these at some point um whenever there's some fucking new games out uh kaylee boy you're gonna be um <laughs> you're gonna have other shit. things to worry about yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna be out of circulation for a while so uh yeah if, I don't, if i'm not on the next if i'm not on the next pl cast and uh, have fun without me but uh well, he's gonna i'll be, be thinking of you guys and listening along with the rest of everyone else yeah i mean as soon as as soon as um <laughs> as soon as you can get your life back uh we'll be looking to uh we'll be looking to cow this shit up basically so yeah, that'll be Kale. 2015 then <laughs> no kale's <laughs> looking to uh kale is going to be producing the new breed of cowster um, that's right. The next, the next generation. They said it stronger, can happen. faster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it doesn't take much to be stronger and faster than us, does it? To be <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah. There's gonna be a wee Ben. Um, there's gonna be a, a young Kaylee. There's gonna be, um, you know, the next level. There's gonna be the sons of man. There's gonna be, um, I don't know, just. You know, you're going to be seeing Kale's seed exploding on this world. Um, <laughs> you know, and uh, it's a very exciting time. It's exciting because I think it's like it's like that scene in um, in uh, Goodfellas where um, their friend is going to get made and they can't get made because they're um, they're not Sicilian properly. So it's like they, you know, the friend gets made. It's like we're all getting made. Um, you know. Uh, you know, me and Lurk hate kids, so this is as close as we're going to get, probably, to having a kid. So, <laughs> you know, so when you give birth to, to little Quasitron, you know, we'll be looking forward to meeting, <laughs> meeting the little bastard. It'd be great. No, um, Let's just hope I don't end up like Joe Pesci fucking shot in the back of the head. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Get him first. Get him like Marvin Gaye. Fuck that kid up. Shoot him. Mate. <laughs> That's what Marvin Gaye's dad did. And you, that's how it works. But no, no, no. Uh, good luck. I think all of us will be uh, will be wishing you and um, you and the missus uh, good luck with Wee Ban and uh, and the the the, uh, the hospital nightmare that you'll be uh, going through. But yeah, um, that'd be good. And obviously, um, equally important is Lurk will be looking forward to obviously pushing boots in February. So. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> you say you guys both going to be going I think the big. last time uh, Lurk had some puss and boots he fucking broke his cock didn't he he did cock breaking motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> true story true story did we mention that fuck I don't yes. know yes yes that was last year that was there's okay. been stuff since but yeah so yeah uh, thank you for listening everyone uh, I just want to give a couple of shout outs to some uh, good friends of ours um you got well. Firstly, let's just do the Twitter thing. You can get us on at Piao. You can get Lurk on at Lurk underscore Piao. Worth following, although you never actually post anything. <laughs> well, yeah, it's true. I don't post a lot to be honest. Yeah, well, now you got to live up to it. Um, you can follow Lurk for you know updates on some gaming shit and probably uh, some UFC shit, some MMA shit, and also what it's like to get your cock broken off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Kaylee Boy, um, yeah. how how can our readers um, or listeners uh, how can they t- get in touch with you tweet wise? Uh, I'm on I'm on I'm on Twitter as uh, Marshall Kale one word. Marshall so, Kale. So uh, check word. me out, or just uh, or just look at just look at App Piao and just have a look at the followers and he's following me and I'm following him. So outstanding. That's Marshall, um, like the amp, not like the art. Um, 
<laughs> and you can follow him for what it's like to, I know, not sleep and fucking deal with nappies and shit. It'd be good. A, a gamer bestowed with the gift of, you know, a child yeah. life. Um, a temporary adjustment to being a full-time father and part-time gamer. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, and uh, also, uh, you know, follow. Uh, you can follow our friends as well. We got um, uh, at Gaming Lives, who I do like a lot, as you probably noticed, because I write for them. They're very, very groovy. And at Joke Sound, Joke Sound's a, a really nice kid who does. Um, he does Wired Radio's uh, gaming, uh, fucking radio show thing it never fucking works because they're media players shit but he's good and just you know just uh loads of people loads of great people yeah so. big big shout out to savvy gamer if, if you if you're yeah, a serious louis gamer p. and you're not twittering them then what the fuck are you doing yeah definitely louis p keeps you going with the bargains and um oh and uh one of our long time listeners and good friend of the site is a guy called uh, John and Rob, who I think has changed his tweet name to Roba John, which is R O B A J O N, but we like him. He's groovy, and yeah, just anyone else, just you know, check out our, you know, who we communicate with on Twitter and follow them, and they'll follow you back. And then you know, maybe it will lead to sex. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's enough of that. Um, should we all say goodbye? <laughs> 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 I'll start then. Bye. 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 Get the door on the way out. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.